0: Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast.
1: I have to say, I was dreaming of this moment (laughs) because, you know, we, we always have conferences and events in English, and as you said, like I can understand both of the languages, but Spanish is
0: my first language. It's time for Women Who Code Conversations, a segment to hear from top technology professionals sitting down with a Women Who Code member to discuss real-world experiences in the industry, what they've learned over the course of their career, and what they think is coming next for tech.
2: Welcome, everyone, uh, to the Women Who Code podcast. Uh, My name is Anna Sherwilson, and I am the Program Specialist for Career Navigation here at Women Who Code, and um, today I'm joined by my colleague, Gracia
1: Hi, everyone. I am Cressy Gastaldi. I am the Program Manager of the Digital Communities here at BIMEHICLE. So today we're going to
2: talk a little bit about an upcoming conference that we're hosting, which is our first ever Spanish language conference. Um, You'll hear a little bit about our Spanish language programs in the past, but um, this conference that's coming up in October called Connect LATAM. We are both working on it. We're really excited. Uh, So Gracia will kick it off. Um, Gracia, can you tell us a little bit how the Latin American community at Women Who Code started? I know you've been involved for a really long time before working here.
1: Yes, of course. So first of all, I am from Mexico. I live here in Mexico. And before joining as a Women Who Code team member, I was a director of the Monterey Network, uh, that's a city in Mexico. And um, as Monterey, we have 10 more communities. We have 11 in total um, who speak Spanish. So they are located all over Latin America. We have uh, networks in Colombia, Costa Rica, Guatemala, and also in Spain and some other countries as well. So they have been here for a long time. Uh, we have a big community of members who speak Spanish. Um, all of those communities and volunteers are creating Spanish content all the time. They have great topics, great events. Um, so we want to reach to more people who can be part of these communities. Um, and also it has grown over the years. So we are 11 communities and during the pandemic, it really helped us because we could um, we had the opportunity to organize some events together. I was still a director. So we had some events together. We had some collaborations. So I think um, now is the best moment to have this event.
2: Let's talk a little bit about, so we started experimenting kind of with Spanish language events at like previous connects. You and I worked together on some Spanish language track events as well. And I feel like both of these experiences made us realize that there was a huge audience out there. How did you feel about What did you take away from those experiences?
1: Yes, absolutely. When we were, I will start when we were in person, when we were having in-person events, uh, we had, it was three years ago, we had an event in Merida, Mexico, and all of the Mexican communities joined and attended that event. And that was amazing. But I mean, we are talking about four networks of 11 that we have. So that was my first experience collaborating with other networks. And then, um, yes, when the pandemic started, we had other collaborations. And then for Connect, we had, I think the first one was the panel with directors. So we had this uh, panel in Spanish. We invited some of our volunteers to share their experiences. And I think it was a a great talk, a great event. Um, And many people started asking for more content in Spanish and I think in the next conference we had around four talks in Spanish so we invited some speakers that we already knew we invited some of our volunteers we had some interactive interactive sessions as well and I think we had um, you know a great turnout from our Spanish speaking communities so that's why we wanted to do more to have more events and then oh I think you mentioned about the Track events that we had. Actually, you organized one of them. <laughs> well, I just remember the first Career Nav event we had in Spanish, which was
2: about becoming a an engineering manager, and we really, we really didn't know kind of what to expect because, especially since what was extra interesting is is a lot of people. Um, that are Spanish speaking like at home like have to work in English. And that was the case of our speaker. And she was a little bit nervous about presenting in Spanish for the first time. Um, But the response to that was overwhelming and people basically didn't stop sending questions to her like for days after the (laughs) event. And it really kind of showed, I think it was such a special opportunity. Um, You know, I don't think our speaker, well, maybe she lived in Spain. Um, but she worked for an international company. Like it was the first time to kind of marry these two aspects, like the personal life and the professional life. And I know a lot of our members also work in Spanish and live in Spanish, but I think that's like what made me so excited is kind of, you know, when you are a bilingual person, often like you can feel like you have two different personalities based on the language that you're speaking. And so the idea that To help speakers that have to work in English, for example, get to like talk about that in their native language is like so cool to me. Um, But then, yeah, it it kind of turned into Connect Latam. But I want to know, Gracia, like, what were you thinking as we as women who code kind of announced we were going to do this official conference for the first time?
1: I have to say I was dreaming of this moment <laughs> because, you know, we, we always have conferences and events in English. And as you said, like I can understand both of the languages, but Spanish is my first language. And I was I, I was hoping for this to happen, to have a major event in Spanish. Um, so this is really I mean, it's it, it became real and we are organizing everything, looking for speakers. We're doing everything right now and it's a lot of work, but it's very, very rewarding, I can say. And we also have many volunteers helping and we can connect with many people, not only from Latin America, also from other parts of the world.
2: Yeah, you can really see, I think, how excited all the volunteers are. It's like very inspirational to work with them, like, again, to be able to like present this like other layer of their personality and who they are to the women who code like staff and HQ members as well. But let's talk a little bit about uh, programming because it is a Connect conference. So there, we do we are planning things that are similar, but also some differences. What do we think people can expect from this conference?
1: Yes, if you have attended any of our Connect conferences, it's something very similar. But of course, it will have a different audience. Um, So we are trying to focus on some of the topics that are important to our Latin American members. For example, many of our members in Latin America, they want to work in in an international company. They are looking for a job maybe in English, in another language. They have these questions of uh, what do I need to do to apply to get a job? Um so we are trying to get you know this this kind of topics that are important for them also English is important uh, is an important topic because we all speak Spanish the event is going to be in Spanish but we are uh, in in Latin American countries we learn English to be able to get better opportunities so we are also trying to you know do something about the English in the technology industry Um, And also there are some technical topics that are very popular in some of the Latin American regions, for example, user experience, front-end, QA and testing, um, and some others. Yeah,
2: and I think what is making me really excited about this conference in particular, like from the career navigation programming side, is that, you know, I'm from the United States. I've been trained in the United States. You know, I, I've always gotten to work with people from many different countries, which is so exciting. But the fact is, like, that's my perspective while we do some of the career navigation programming. And there will also be talks about like negotiating salary, um, you know, getting promoted, getting up the ladder or even like CVs and resumes are so different from country to country or region to region. And I think um this is such an exciting event to just also like grow all of the Women Who Code resources to understand that there are different things to do. Um, And I'm so glad that you brought up uh, the language because I also feel like Women Who Code has been this, like the Latin American community at Women Who Code has been so supportive of me, of a non-native speaker. I feel so comfortable speaking Spanish with everyone. And like, that's, I, I, also wanna like pass that along. And if people wanna practice English, and I think that's like a very special thing about Women Who Code because practicing a foreign language is very vulnerable. Um, And this is such a welcoming and warm community. And I think that I want to, you know, we're recording this conversation in English. So if anyone's listening who is like a heritage speaker, like your family speaks Spanish and you wanna get better or you're like, you learned it before, really regard like in university or high school anything or you just like like music in Spanish it's like such a warm and welcoming environment that you should absolutely attend because you'll definitely be able to pick things up I think um regardless of your uh, language level
1: absolutely everyone is welcome here um they can come and listen they can come and practice you can make some connections as well. I mean, no matter where you live or what language you speak, you can make connections with other people and get to practice your technical skills and also um, your language skills.
2: Yeah. And I think, um, I guess I wanted to hear more about you know, how it feels to you. I mean, you talked a little bit about how exciting it was, like this is your dream. Um, I am definitely super excited and very geared up for this event as well. Um, But let's talk a little bit about kind of like this, the potential for social impact of Latin American women or, you know, Spanish speaking women, no matter where they reside, because we do have volunteers. Like I just saw I just learned about a volunteer, like she's from Venezuela, you know, living in Germany, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah. How do you feel like about the potential social impact about this event?
1: I'm, you know, I'm starting to hear comments from volunteers and members that they feel listened and they say, I, I, I wanted to have something in Spanish because it's my language. And it's different when, um, okay, you can go to an English conference and you can understand most of it, but I think you connect better with the people who speaks your own language. So they, they feel this like an opportunity to meet new people to also to, to showcase, um, their experience because they can also apply to be speakers. Um, and they, it, it might be the first time they speak at a big event like this one so this is a great opportunity for everyone and they really like it i'm i'm really sure uh they are applying for the first time here and the second time <laughs> will be in, in one of our english major events I, I hope so that
2: would be that would be awesome yeah i think that it this event really speaks to uh the women who code mission of empowering diverse women in tech because i i Feel like I spent a lot of time thinking about linguistic diversity and how to make sure everyone feels heard and kind of the idea that it's what the content, the content is what matters kind of no matter how you say it. And um, I think this is such an exciting opportunity for us to like open the doors to people to be heard for the first time, because maybe they didn't feel like they had that opportunity before with some of our you know programs in english um, because yeah i think we want to make things accessible and like the idea of language access at least where i am in the united states right now is like a very important topic that my local cities are thinking about like making sure regardless of like where you come from or your level of the language in which it's being presented like how to make the information the most accessible possible and i hope that that's what we're doing with with this too
1: Yes, of course. (laughs) And as you mentioned, Women Who Code is always a welcoming community. You can come and uh, no matter what language you speak, you can come and someone will be there supporting you. Uh, You can, as I I mentioned, you can have your first talk with us in a small event, a big event, uh, whatever, uh, someone will be there supporting
2: you. So, yeah, and I, I mean you talked a little bit a little bit about this before about you know go, how going virtual got people to collaborate across borders like maybe in ways that they hadn't been able before to before but I still think that sometimes people get a little bit overwhelmed with virtual conferences even though I mean I love them and I can tell I can share why later but Grecia what do you do you have any tips for making the most out of a virtual conference, you know, where you might not have like the dinner afterwards or something like that?
1: Yes. Um, we always have this uh, networking feature or ways of connecting with people. So I, uh, my pro tip is for everyone to use this feature or try to connect with people. It can be, you know, using the chat. Uh, it can be like following people on LinkedIn. Uh, there are many ways because that way you, you will get uh, contacts you will do some networking and you can find great opportunities like you never know if if you connect with someone on LinkedIn um, they might have your next big opportunity so always try to connect with people uh, to chat with them we, we always have the networking and the chat as well so keeping directing with people and that's really the, the benefit of uh, being part of a community and uh, also attending up major event like this one.
2: Yeah. And I I think it also just, maybe even if you're back in person working, like it's a good skill to keep sharp, how to kind of cold call people or like reach out to people that you've never met in person. And I think this is like a very low stakes way to practice that because in this community, like everyone's always going to accept your request and probably respond to you too. So at least it's like, you can feel a little bit empowered after, like after every single conference or event, I always have like six or seven, at least LinkedIn requests. And I I just like, I love it. Um, But a volunteer recently was telling me that after she goes to a virtual conference, because one thing is, is that, you know, in person, maybe you meet like two people or like have a good connection with two people, but a virtual conference, like basically any attendee is open to you to be a potential connection. Um, so the advice that she gave was to like, whatever way you like to store information, like she uses a Google sheet. She just would put like name of the person, something identifying so that at least when she did reach out, she could be like, I really loved how you talked about, um, applying machine learning practices to like advancing this social cause or you know something like that something very specific and that definitely helps you get a little bit less overwhelmed I think I don't know what you think about that or if you've ever done something like that
1: that's a great yeah that's a great (laughs) tip and I really like when they connect with me when they mention where we met like they said uh, I saw you at Um, the Connect conference, for example, or I I saw your talk, and it was amazing. Uh, So I know they were there, and I know where they came from. So I think that that's a great tip. Saying the talk is amazing. is always a good way to start the conversation. (laughs) Um,
2: So I think um, you talked about this a little bit earlier, um, but I would love to hear you know, you started off as a volunteer and now I'm so lucky to be your coworker. worker um, But through that transition, I guess, what does Women Who Code, what has it meant to you? I think you can talk about volunteer, but also we then we can both talk about what it's like, you know, as work, people that work here and getting to work on this project.
1: Yeah. Yes. I joined Women Who Code um, for the first time because I wanted to be, a, you know, part of a community. Of women who were working on things like I was doing. You know, we could talk about tech, but also about situations in the workplace being a woman. Uh, so I made really good friends while I was a volunteer. And then um, the mission was so important to me that I looked to work as a full time member. And now I have been a year here working here with you, Anna. So uh, I'm really happy that I am making. Uh, I can say more impact to more women around the world and now with events like this with opportunities like this that I can really connect with um, the people from Latin America in this case uh, I really feel it is um, it is very important to me because that's where I live and that's the language that I speak so I, I feel like I'm making an impact and I'm helping more women feel comfortable as I as I feel right
2: now. Yeah, we are both uh, celebrating our one year anniversaries <laughs> around the same time. Um, but I guess I would just add that it's like the global nature of Women Who Code that made me want to uh, work here. And so like being able to work on a Spanish language event is like the absolute dream. I've like been studying Spanish for a really, really long time, but you know, I don't use it in my everyday life. And Working in another language is an experience that I feel like everyone who's interested in it should have. It provides like so much professional development. It really like takes your skills to another level, and that would not be possible like without the welcoming like of the volunteers. Like, not I feel like I'm helping them, even if you know nothing's perfect that I say, but it's uh, it's like a very special thing. Um, yeah. Any, yes. Anything else, Gracia?
1: <laughs> yes. And a special thank you to our volunteers. I think they are doing a great job. They are helping uh, with, you know, reviewing talks. They will be helping with uh, communication with speakers. They will be moderating. You will see them at the event and um, I can thank them enough because they, yeah. they have been great.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So um, if,
2: I, we're imagining that the listeners are really excited to register and there's plenty of times to register. So you can go to Latam, latam.womenwhocode.dev, which is D-E-V, V as in Victor. Uh, and you can register today. And then if you register, you'll get updates about speakers, like different tips about how to make the most about the conference. Um, then anything else you want to make sure that people do, Gracia?
1: It's a free event, so make sure to invite your friends, your colleagues, anyone who might be interested. Uh, if you don't speak Spanish, I mean, you can join anyway, but you can invite your friends who can speak Spanish so they can join and they can connect with other people in Latin America.
2: Yeah, and definitely like the a lot of the networks are doing digital events leading up to it, so you can join all the different um, networks beforehand as well if you wanna get a little bit of a glimpse of, of things.
1: Yes, make sure to check our 11 networks in Spanish, and we have, I think, one in Portuguese as well, so make sure to join their events. They are having events every week of all different topics, tech-related, related so make sure to join those as well.
0: for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at womenwhocode. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash women who code thanks again for listening and remember to subscribe rate and comment